Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about dating currency. Before we get into that, I want to let you know that we are two, actually less than two weeks out from enrolling for the early bird for From Dating to Exclusive, my four-month coaching program. So if you're wanting to take advantage of the $200 discount for the program and you want to get the best chance of getting in for this program, make sure that you're on the wait list and the button to get on there is in the show notes below or also in the bio of my Instagram page. Okay, so today I have a metaphor for you about dating and I'm really going to milk this metaphor. (laughs) So I started writing notes about it and then I just kept thinking of more and more things to add on to it. And I think it's a really helpful way to think about dating and the energy that we spend on dating. So today we're talking about dating currency and Another way that I like to think of it is dating dollars. And we all have a different amount of currency in the bank, the emotional bank account. And what that currency is, is our time and our energy. So when we are dating, we spend our time and energy on other people in hopes of getting a return on investment. So we hope that the time and energy we give to other people comes back to us not only equally, but eventually even more so with the fulfillment that we get from being in a relationship with an amazing person. And so the thing is, when it comes to our dating currency and our dating dollars, some of us are in debt or some of us are just scraping by breaking even. And some of us feel really good about our currency situation and we feel abundant and like we're overflowing with dating dollars. You will have a much better experience of dating if you get your dating financial health (laughs) in check. So let's talk a little bit about how and why to do that. I read a book about finances a long time ago. It was called The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins, and it's a really amazing book. And one of the concepts that I learned about in his book is fuck you money. (laughs) And sorry I said that so aggressively, but that's there's no other way to say that. So fuck you money is having the financial means to never be tied to any person or situation that you don't want to be in. So let's say you are in a job and you hate your job and maybe your manager is toxic and unkind and ungrateful and it's not a good job, but you're just breaking even financially and so you need that job to pay your bills next month, you're exactly earning as much as you spend, then according to JL Collins, you are actually a prisoner to that job. So even if you actually earn a lot, if you spend exactly as much as you earn, you belong to whoever your employer is. And then just in general, FU money is also about if there is any situation that is not serving you or isn't working for you or isn't what you want, you have the freedom to always walk away and be okay and not be dependent on it. 
So even if it's like, you know what, I just don't want to live here anymore, or I don't want to be in this relationship that I'm in anymore, or I want to leave this job, you are able to make a decision for yourself because you have the financial means. And in order to have the financial means, you just need to have enough money saved up so that you could go a period of time without that job or be without that specific person or just leave a situation and still be okay financially. And so in the book, priority number one, before you're even investing, before you're even thinking about retirement and savings is saving up money every month and living below your means so that you can get that fund. And therefore, when you are in a situation, you always have a sense of freedom and you don't feel this sense of fear or obligation or feel like a prisoner to any situation ever. So how does this apply to dating? Recently on the podcast, we've been talking about how to build up this reserve. We talk about filling up with your friendships and your passion projects and work that you care about and exploring personal interests and maintaining your health and doing mindset work. So you start to feel this overflow of energy and positivity in your life, which you can then spend on other areas that you give energy to. So dating is one of those places that we invest in and we give to. But priority number one is really building up that reserve so that if you go on a date and you give and that's it, (laughs) and it didn't turn out to be anything and you just give and you didn't really get something back, you're not now in debt. You're not now screwed because you really needed that one to work out because that's all you had to give. So let me give you a real life example. So I had a client who went through a breakup. And when we go through something like that, we invested a lot of time and energy into this person. And probably you broke up because it wasn't coming back. So your bank account, your dating dollars were depleted. And then there's also the emotional toll of a breakup, which is also depleting your energy. So when we go through a really hard breakup, it's kind of like you're in dating dollar debt, right? So you have negative dating dollars right now. You certainly can't give to dating right now because you first have to replenish your dating currency, your dating dollars in your account before you're ready to give. What a lot of my clients do when they have a situation like that is they start to replenish, they take the intentional break, they're working on their mindset, and then they get to like 10 dating dollars in their account. And then they immediately want to go spend it again. They're like, okay, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I've got 10 bucks. Like, let's go. Let's go on a date. I'm ready to date again. And what you're doing in that situation is you're wanting to immediately spend those 10 dating dollars again in the hopes of meeting somebody who can replenish your bank account and like bring you back to 5,000 bucks. (laughs) So in those situations, it's so important to not be in a rush to immediately spend your dating dollars as soon as you have like 10, 15 bucks in your account, especially if you just had a situation that put you in dating debt temporarily. So you want to replenish and get to zero 
and then you want to replenish more and really take your time and put in the effort to really get to an abundant place and then you're ready to start being generous and investing and dating again because it doesn't really matter if you throw 15 bucks here or 20 bucks there on some dates or one or two dates here because you have plenty more where that came from and then additionally you have this so you build up this pad of dating currency dating dollars in your account and then also while you're dating you're making sure that you're not just saving up a bunch and then spending it a bunch and then saving up a bunch and spending it a bunch you want it to be constantly replenished during the dating process as well so if you had a dating experience that was a little bit draining maybe four dates and then it didn't work out and you're like damn that was like 250 dating dollars then maybe take a little intentional break and replenish your account and then get back into dating and make sure that you're doing all of those things that are replenishing your account while dating so i hope this first of all kind of clarifies why it's so important to have that padding and building up that dating dollar bank account because just think about it when it comes to actual finances if you've ever been in a situation where money was tight you're just breaking even you notice your energy around your process of giving and receiving is much more restricted every single dollar is overanalyzed. it's like you're checking the price on everything even the gum that you buy and you have to think about everything really hard and you have to make sure that it's worth it and it's coming back to you and there's this attachment and grippiness and anxiety and fear and any you don't want anything unexpected to happen because you couldn't handle it financially that's exactly how we don't want to be in dating where every date has to lead to something because we don't have much where that came from and we need to make sure that it comes back to us in terms of an energy investment and if it goes wrong it's a really big deal because we'll immediately be in dating debt so build up that reserve first and make sure you're always replenishing that reserve and then we'll start making investments in dating so let's talk a little bit about those investments first of all dating is a worthwhile area of life to invest in it's an area of your life and you do want to make an investment here because it does greatly enhance your life when that investment eventually does pay off so i have two questions for you and this is about your dating investments and how you're using your dating dollars are you taking risks because you should be you need to be taking risks with your dating dollars to see a return on that risk when you ask out that guy at your party or event that you went to that's a little emotional risk and you could get something back or he could take your 15 bucks and (laughs) run away with it (laughs) and then you feel rejected and it sucks but that was a good risk that was a worthwhile smart financial dating risk my second question to you is are you taking unsmart dating dollar risks i don't want to use the s word i really don't like the s word but are you taking unsmart dating risks do you know what an unsmart risk is when you go gambling in vegas actually thinking that that's a strategy for for your financials to get something back and that's what so many of us do 
in dating, we take risks, but we take risks on the wrong things. It's like, that is not a good thing to put your money on, right? So the 40% guy, that person who is exactly like gambling, where two out of 10 times when you pull the lever, they are consistent and responsive and affectionate, but the rest of the time they're not, but you keep putting your money into it. That's an unsmart dating dollar risk. So smart dating dollar risks are putting your dating dollars into something promising, not something guaranteed necessarily. It's not guaranteed that that person you ask out is going to say yes. It's not guaranteed when you go on a date that that will be the love of your life. It's not guaranteed if you get into a relationship with somebody that it will work out forever. But if you're following the process of looking at this person and seeing, is there something potentially there? Are they maybe going to be interested in me? Are they so far matching all of the five elements of relationship material? That was a worthwhile risk. That's something worth putting your money on and seeing what happens. And then an unsmart dating dollar risk is putting your money on something that is not promising, right? The person that always lets you down, the person that in your heart of hearts you know is not the person for you. That's not worth putting your money on. So here's the other thing I want to say. Did you lose it all? Did you lose all of your dating dollars? Are you listening to this in dating dollar debt? (laughs) right now. (laughs) I told you I was going to milk this metaphor. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) It's fine. We all lose it sometimes. And it's not actually as hard as money. Like you can just get more. It's totally okay. So don't beat yourself up if that happened. You can always rebuild it. That's just part of investing. That's just part of taking these risks and we can become a smarter investor. You can just start from scratch and you're not damaged. I think that's what a lot of people think. You have this experience of dating debt, like you lost all your dating dollars, but you're not fucked. You're not messed up as a person. You just went into debt temporarily. So just get out of debt and then you'll be fine again. Don't carry this story of like, I'm a messed up person because I went into dating debt. No, you took a risk. It didn't work out lost some dating dollars, rebuild it. You can do that. On the topic of dating dollar debt, are you going into debt? Are you spending when you don't have any? I had a client who was doing this. She was pretty exhausted from all of the little investments that she made in dating and she wasn't doing the work to replenish her supply of dating dollars. So she would go on a ton of dates every week She never took any time after a breakup that she had to replenish her dating dollars. And so everything felt very taxing for her in dating. So we initiated the protocol of an intentional dating break. We started working on replenishing all areas of her life and rebuilding that energy in her account. And then we got her to neutral, but then we kept replenishing And then she started dating again and it was a completely different experience. And we didn't have her go on five dates per week. We had her limit herself to two dates per week or max three dates per week, but not giving out more than she has. 
or not giving out more than is coming in in her life. So we created that for her and then dating was a completely different experience. So if you are in debt, get out of debt first and then build FU money and then start investing. And that doesn't take so long, by the way, right? We're talking a few weeks here, but don't rush it. When you rush it, you go into debt again. So next lesson, also kind of on the topic of dating debt, is only date people who are good financial partners. And that's just general good life advice. (laughs) Um, But also specifically with your dating dollars. So check in with yourself. What is happening to my dating bank account in connection and relation to this person? Are they just taking, 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 and it's really hard to keep it up and healthy, and it's actually not even growing with this person. It's depleting over time. That's not a good financial partner. You want to be building and growing both of your accounts together as you are in connection together. If you're spending more than you're receiving in this connection, or it's hard to even feel okay, like you can't even make up for it with different areas of your life, that's not a good financial partner when it comes to dating. One situation that can also come up in dating is that maybe something was a good investment initially, and then now it's not. It's tanking. And it's so important to be honest with yourself about what this investment is doing now and not what it did six months ago and not who this person was in the first or second month of dating. Who are they now? What is the effect on your dating dollar bank account now? When you invest in this connection, is it coming back? Is it enhancing? Is it creating more abundance or is it depleting you? Are you going into debt really fast? We have to be willing to be honest with ourselves and cut our losses and not fall into the trap of continuing to invest in something just because you've already invested a ton into it, right? So I forget what that bias is called, but basically if we've already gone super far into something, spent a lot of money on something, invested in something, we've already been dating somebody two years and maybe the last one and a half years haven't been great, but you're already too far to quit, We just keep going with it, but we have to be willing to be honest with ourselves and let go so we can invest in something that gives us a better return on that investment. And last tip for your dating financials is be generous. Don't be a stingy person (laughs) when it comes to your dating dollars. Now, that doesn't mean that you're making those poor investments, but it does mean that you're willing to make those investments in the first place. So maybe you start to build up that FU money and then you're like so scarce about it that you don't want to make any investments. You don't want to ask out that person. You don't want to give that person a chance on a date. You don't want to explore the connection a little bit further with somebody promising because maybe you don't want to go back into debt or maybe you're just enjoying having all of this dating money now. Be generous and know that it comes back. When you are a generous person and you give to dating, you invest in dating, you will get a return on your investment. It just doesn't always come back immediately from each single investment that you make. But even with that, you often do get something back 
from those investments, even if it's not ultimately what you're looking for. So if you spend 15 dating dollars on a date, you are getting some level of emotional connection and practice in your dating skills and you get to be around another person and you get to learn something about yourself and other people. So really appreciate all of the ways that your dating dollars come back to you and what you get in exchange for them. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. This was a super fun episode to record for me. Um, And again, if you want help in dating and you want to work together, make sure you're on the wait list. We're getting started. So excited. All right. I will see you next week. Have a great day. Bye.